This audio presentation of You Are God is broadcast to you courtesy of MindworthyInfo.com and it is presented to you by yours truly, Rochelle Dixon. The purpose of You Are God is to break down the Bible and to show you that the Bible is nothing more than allegory and it isn't meant to be taken literally. But throughout the ages, man has been taking the Bible literally and by doing so, they have diminished the true mystical fact that lies within the Bible. You Are God is here to break it down and show you that all the characters play or events are nothing more than different states of consciousness of man's consciousness personified as characters places or events brothers and sisters I thank you so much for joining me today and as usual please go on down to mindworthyinfo.com and subscribe because this show is actually a learning show and it's going to be something that the men can apply and this will give you absolute power and this is actually some spirituality that I'm teaching you and I would have when I first learned this from one of my great teachers I was amazed it takes practice but the science and the concept is down packed and once you get this down man when it comes to a woman and reaching that inner God within her and pulling it out and really making her feel a level of orgasm from a spiritual perspective that comes out and she will physically feel it you will be loved brothers and this is some deep spirituality and I'm gonna break it down and show you this is a learning lesson so for our usual listeners this isn't a PG show it's gonna be a little rated R because it's talking about sex and if you know anything about sex which I'm sure you do sex is all around us sex is actually a major part of spirituality and a major part of mysticism and sex is a major part of our existence if it wasn't for sex mankind wouldn't continue on as a species and if you look at the fish in the sea they have sex if you look at the birds of the air they have sex if you look at the animals of the wild you see that sex permeates everything and everywhere and every living thing living on this earth so if you're not comfortable with sex please turn this off because I am gonna also at the end of this teach a spiritual tactic that will make a man gain so much power when raising a woman's spiritual orgasm and it's going to be amazing so and this actually comes from um, the subscribers a lot of men were emailing me on the email list on mindworthyinfo.com and they gave me this concept and they would say let's talk about it and I said alright I will let next learning session because we had um, one that was a subconscious mind training please go back and listen to that you will love that episode and it will train your mind well because that actually is what helps you with this so if you you have to listen to all of the shows because all the teachings come together to improve your life and as usual like what I say I am out to be your favorite but not your only source if you hear someone that is a spiritual teacher say that you should only listen to them run away because they are trying to scam you you are to come up with your own conclusion that fits you but I am here to put together the pieces and make it all make sense that's why I'm out to be your favorite. Brothers and sisters, thank you so much. I would like to bring your attention to 2 Samuel chapter 11, verse 1. And it came to pass, after the year was expired, at the end time when kings go forth to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed the children of Ammon. 
and besieged Rabbah, but David tarried still at Jerusalem. Now, this right here, if you take it literally, you will be lost and wrapped up. But what the ancient Hebrews did was lock in so much spirituality and mysticism within this. You would have to do some deep understanding and be awoken to see how your I am principles work here. And I am about to break it down to you. And it came to pass after the year was expired, at the time when kings go forth to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed the children of Ammon and besieged Rabbah, but David tarried still at Jerusalem. Now, when it came to pass, what is going on here? The time has come when you are to rise to battle and become who you are. If we look at what David means in Hebrew, David means beloved. And beloved, the beloved one shall do what the beloved one believes will make them great. Joab in Hebrew means Yahweh is father. So now the beloved is making it be known that Yahweh is father and that father is in you. You are the God. And also let me tell you what Samuel means in Hebrew. It means name of God or God has heard. So God has heard everything that you are trying to do and you're pleased and you know the name of God because you are that God. I am the God. And so now we know that David means beloved and Joab means Yahweh is father. So they locked this in the Hebrew and his servants with him. So you bring your beloved servants with you, which are your thoughts, your ideals, and your values. Those are your servants. Wherever you go, your servants are your values, your thoughts, and who you are as a person because they serve your interests. They serve your best interests. That is who your servants are. You're ready to come forth in the battle and all Israel. If you understand what Israel means, it means nothing more than contend with God, triumphant with God, and struggle with God. And that God is in you and we all will struggle with that inner God within us, with us that is in us and we will contend with it. But if we understand this all, we will always be triumphant with God because when you understand your I am, you will always win. So that is what it is saying right here. And now they destroyed the children of Ammon. What is Ammon? Ammon, in biblical terms, were a people living east of Jordan. And they were, a, it's a proper masculine name. And in Hebrew, it means secret, faithful, master, or workman. And now when we see what Amman is, it's known for being a people living east of Jordan, but really it's a different state of consciousness. So now we see that when David sent Joab and his servants, Joab, Yahweh is father, the father in you. David is beloved and your servants or your ideals and your values. You were sent with Israel, that God that you're contending with, you're struggling with, but you will be triumphant with that God because it is inside you and they destroyed the children of Amman, the ones that have the secret, that conscious state in you that is not really as faithful as it should be, but it has a lot of secrets and it is a master workman. They're destroying that and it came to pass in an evening tide that David arose from off his bed. So now that conscious state in you is raising up from this bed where you were re relaxing and resting. And you walked upon the roof of the king's house. So now you're walking upon the roof, which is your mind. The roof is elevated and you're being awoken from your slumber. And from the roof, he saw a woman washing herself. 
He saw this woman washing himself. And what does this mean? You are witnessing what's happening now. And now your conscious mind is waking up with that subconscious. And the woman washing herself is your subconscious mind. And the woman was very beautiful to look upon. So now David is seeing this woman, which is your beloved conscious mind, is waking up to the subconscious and understanding that this woman is beautiful. She will help you. She is everything. And she is washing herself to clean herself. So you're seeing your naked subconscious here. And you're waking up and stepping up to be the person who you're supposed to be. And David sent and inquired after the woman. So now David is trying to get this woman now. He wants her. He wants to know more about it. You are waking up and your subconscious mind is there. And once you wake up, you're starting to see the world for what it is. So you're sending for it all. And one said, is not this Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah, the Hittite. So now we have to understand what Bathsheba means in Hebrew. Bathsheba means daughter of the oath voluptuous or the daughter of seven and seven we know is the number for spiritual perfection and that is what you want to go so now we see that this daughter that is your subconscious mind is now Bathsheba and Bathsheba in this story right here now is nothing more than the daughter of the oath that you are taking with yourself to reach that daughter of the seven which is nothing more than spiritual perfection because it's a voluptuous thing and your life will be greater and you will be awoken. So we see how the Hebrews wrote this and wrote it as if David and Bathsheba and all of this were actual individuals. But these are nothing more than states of consciousness that man is going through right now. And it is always happening. So now as we go forward, we see now that David is going to have sex with this woman. And as he has sex with her, that is going to be when you start to awaken because it's going to give birth to some. Something that is going to be great. So now we see that. And David sent and inquired after the woman. And one said, is not that Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah, the Hittite. Now, what does Eliam mean? That means God's people or people of God. So now we see that this Bathsheba, this woman, which is your subconscious mind, who was, um, you know, washing herself. We see that. This is the daughter of Eliam, and Eliam means God's people. She is the daughter of God's people or the people of God because the people of God and God's people are you. It is the illumined, enlightened person that realize they are God and what they must do to become the person they want to be, and that is their I am. So we see it now here that um, this Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, that in Hebrew means God's people or the people of God is the wife of Uriah, the Hittite. And Uriah, what does that mean? Yahweh is my light. That's what it means in Hebrew. So now we see that this is the wife of Uriah, the Hittite, who is Yahweh is my light. But then Hittite means one who is broken or fearful. So you see that Uriah, the Hittite is a duality. It's that number two, which is a number of division and mankind is both man and woman so now we see the number two and we see how the hebrews are bringing the scripture going forward and david sent messengers and took her 
and she came in unto him. So now David sent the messages. You're sending out that feeling within you that is screaming for you to wake up. Now you know it's time to understand what's going on. You are now waking up to be the God because Joab, which is Yahweh, is my father. And that same infinite intelligence is in you. You see it and you know what you're supposed to do. And that is what you're doing now. You are doing now. So now, as we go back and we see that um, David sent Joab and his servants the ideals and values that you have, and all Israel, and they destroyed the children of Ammon. They destroyed them, right? And besieged Rabbah. What does Rabbah? It means great. So when they destroy those children and those faithful and the master workmen, that conscious state, they see that they were great. That's what Rabbah means in Hebrew. But David tarried still at Jerusalem. Tarry comes from the Hebrew, maha, which means delay or linger. This is when you are on the verge of waking up, but you are tarrying. You're still fighting what's going on with you. And Jerusalem is nothing more than a word symbolizing the mind, the skull. You are delaying being the person who you're supposed to be and stepping up. So now, from that now, after we go right back now to the second Samuel, um, chapter 11, verse 3, where we talk about Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite. And now we see that David sent messages and took her. David now took her. This is you now understanding that this female energy, this subconscious mind is something that you need. So you're going to take it and you're going to understand it. And she came in unto him and he lay with her. So now... This is where you have sex, your conscious mind, which is David here, is having sex with the subconscious. For her, once you lay with her now, for she was purified from her uncleanliness. She's purified now. Now you're fixing up the subconscious mind and the uncleanness and her being dirty and filthy is now gone because you purified it. And you understand who you are. And now you're starting to gain control of your thoughts. And she returned unto her house. So now you have sent this woman back, which is your subconscious mind. And now it's giving you what you want. And now whatever you impregnate or put on your subconscious mind, it brings it to life. So now we see that now the woman conceived all of your thoughts, your actions, your ideals, everything who you are. You conceive this. The subconscious brings it to life and your conscious mind works with it. And sent and told David and said, I am with child. All of your thoughts and your ideals and what you bring to life are your children. They are a representation and a symbol of you. So if you bring forth a life based on great things, it's because that is what you conceived. If you bring forth a life that is hell, that is also what you conceived. And now David sent to Joab saying, send me Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent Uriah to David. So now you see that Joab, Yahweh is my father. That conscious state is Sending and doing what you are requesting. Uriah, Yahweh is my light. And he's a Hittite, which also means who is broken or fearful. So you see that it's a dual situation here. How many people are waking up and you're getting a little, um, you know, you're getting some more wisdom in your mind, but you're still a little 
iffy, iffy and dowdy and it's because of past ways of being raised have still corrupted your mind. Your subconscious and your thought pattern are still a little corrupted due to the way that you were raised in society. Like if you say that you want to do something great, but your reality is telling you other another story, sometimes it can ruin you when you want to get out of your current situation, but it's hard because it seems like life is throwing everything at you. That's when you're supposed to have sex with that woman, mate with her well, and now she will come back to you and conceive that great thing and say, I am with child. And David sent to Joab saying, send me Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent Uriah to David. And when Uriah was come unto him, David demanded of him how Joab did and how the people did and how the war prospered and David said to Uriah go down to thy house and wash thy feet and Uriah departed out of the king's house and there followed him a mess of meat from the king but Uriah slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his Lord and went not down to his house. Your servants, those servants are nothing more than all the ideals of the Lord. And the Lord is the authority figure, the infinite intelligence that lies in you. But the Hebrews wrote this in a way that those who pray to an outside God actually thought this was literal. They thought this was real. It is real, but it's not real in the sense as being individuals. These are states of consciousness personified as individuals. You get what I'm saying? So now, and when they had told David, saying, Uriah went not down unto his house, David said unto Uriah, Camest thou not from thy journey? When then didst thou not go down into thine house? Oh. And Uriah said unto David, The ark in Israel and Judah abide in tents, and my lord Joab and the servants of my lord, now these are the ideals, are encamped in the open field. Shall I then go into mine house to eat and to drink and to lie with my wife? So now this conscious state is talking about going into the house in that thought pattern that is in that is the house in your mind to drink and eat get replenished everything that you do you're supposed to get replenished with it it's supposed to fulfill you and this conscious state is trying to get replenished and fulfilled with this drink and with this meal and to lie with my wife as thou livest and as thou so livest, I will not do this thing. And David said to Uriah, tarry here today also, telling him to delay and linger and wait here. We see that tarry comes from the Hebrew maha. And tomorrow I will let thee depart. So Uriah abode in Jerusalem the day and the morrow. And when David had called him, he did eat and drink before him. So now that conscious state is able to eat and drink. And now you're thinking, what are you going to do now? You are understanding that this God that is in you is your light. But you are also dealing with a lot of fears and a lot of broken issues and a lot of situations of your past that aren't addressed yet. So everyone goes through this where you're fighting two different demons you're fighting trying to wake up but then society and everything is telling you something different in your past fears and doubts are still creeping up on you no matter how much you're trying to get rid of it and then some problems happening you wonder and you start questioning yourself and questioning what's going on with God but then you understand you still got love and you still love this God but you're still going through with different issues but when you understand your I am you will know that you're God
Brothers and sisters, you see that. And it came to pass in the morning that David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it by the hand of Uriah. And he wrote in the letter saying, Set ye Uriah in the forefront of the hottest battle. So now you see that David is writing this letter and he's saying, this is your conscious state known as David, which means beloved, is writing a letter and he wants Uriah the Hittite in the hottest battle and retire ye from him that he may be smitten and die. So now he's saying, get rid of this Uriah where you're facing two different issues where you know that that inner God is your light and you're waking up to be illumined, but then you've got past fears and broken issues and problems and unresolved situations in your life that you didn't deal with and it keep on haunting you. David is telling you, get rid of that. He's trying to tell you and trying to place it in a way that you have to set this in the forefront of the hottest battle. Meaning, put this as nothing more than a frontline issue and get rid of it. Let it die. Let it retire and get it out of your life because when you get this out of your life, you will step into being the person who you're supposed to be and you will be greatness. And it came to pass when Joab observed the city that he assigned Uriah unto a place where he knew that valiant men were. So now we see that he is now a part of this and Joab is making sure that David's will gets done. And once the will gets done, you will get rid of this issue and this problem that is holding you back. Any issue when you're trying to wake up and you're facing so many different scenarios in your life, you must get rid of them. And that's what this text is really saying. But people have taken it literally and it makes absolutely no sense when you take it literally. So now we see that he sends him to a place where valiant men die. And, and where what does valiant come from here? It comes from the Hebrew word chayil. Chayil means power, courageous, men of honor, valiant men. That means, you know, when a valiant person dies, it is at least with honor and not in disgrace. So now we see that he is now, this conscious state is trying to get that fear and everything away from you and trying to break free, but you're not supposed to hold on to it. And David is just working on your behalf. Then Joab and it, Joab is the, that state that is letting you know that Yahweh is your father and that is the commander of King David's army which is in you. So reach for that Joab conscious state and get rid of Uriah the Hittite because it means you absolutely no good. And the men of the city went out and fought with Joab. And there fell some of the people of the servants of David. And Uriah the Hittite died also. So he went goes out with Joab, which means Yahweh is my father, or Yahweh is father. And Joab is the commander of King David's army, and King David means beloved. And he went out, and Uriah means Yahweh is light, 
but he also is a Hittite. And a Hittite is nothing more. It means in Hebrew, one who is broken or fearful. So you're facing this light that you're trying to reach and you're beloved and everything you're doing is going great. But you got this light, this Uriah conscious state that is still trying to pull you back, even though it's halfway making you go forward. So the best thing to do is for Joab, who is a leader of this conscious state of the army of the beloved in your mind to get rid of this conscious state known as Uriah, the Hittite, because it means you no good. Now, brothers and sisters, I want to give you another piece. And this is where it was requested by my subscribers on MindworthyInfo.com. And this is a sexual exercise since we're talking about spiritual sex and raising the God out of a woman. As you see right there in that um when I just read, you see how the God was raised out of the Bathsheba, and you see how that was nothing more than a subconscious mind, because the subconscious mind is a female aspect of the mind. And I want you to know that your power is so deep. And if you understand those texts, or understand how I just broke that down, it will be very helpful for you, because everything that you're trying to do, it will get, it will change your thinking you will gain the mystical thinking that you need and this form of thinking is very powerful you will wake up to a world that you never knew you were a victim of and it is very very outrageous when you find out and you realize it now brothers and sisters and this is a special spiritual teaching to the men um, this will give you a woman or your sexual partner a very, very, very spiritual orgasm. And when you get down, you will see how her female parts will be, you know, very, very aroused, I should say. Now, I want you to take your time and go to Lamentations chapter 2, verse 18. Now we want to break down this and understand how this is going to help you. Lamentations means how in Hebrew. So now you're thinking of how. And how in your I am is how you're going to know this is going to get done. You go to chapter 2 verse 18. Their heart cried unto the Lord, O wall of the daughter of Zion. Let tears run down like a river day and night. Give thyself no rest. Let not the apple of thine eye Cease. Now, we have to break that down. And how is this going to make you become a sex monster and make a woman have an orgasm spiritually? Think on this right here. Lamentations, it means how. So now you're asking your subconscious mind how. You are to take your two your index finger and your middle finger and put it together like how a doctor would if they were reading someone's pulse. You're now to have your woman lay down on her back. You, this is where, how you're going to conjure up her emotion because let me first tie everything together. When you walk in a room, you know the feeling and the vibe of the room, right, based on the emotion that is in there. If you went in a room where everyone was sad, I'm sure you would feel the sadness and it probably would rub off on you. It would ruin your mood. When you get around someone who is happy, you can tell because you can sense their mood. You can always sense moods, vibes, emotions, and feelings. Human beings are nothing more than moods, vibes, emotions, feelings, thoughts, ideas. 
and deeds. So when you see somebody that is angry, you know they're angry by the way that they're acting. When you see somebody who is sad, you know they're sad by the way they're acting. You could sense the vibe and you probably say, what is wrong? So now what you're trying to do is raise that sexual energy and raise the vibe. So you're going to create so much passion that you're going to take your index finger and your middle finger. You're going to reach around your woman's belly button and rub it in a circle clockwise and use your right hand because the right is the hand of God and you are God. You're calling on your inner God. So now you're going to use your imagination now along with that while you rub around the belly button and look into her eyes because this is why the eyes in Hebrew when they say um, right here let not the apple of thine eye cease you know the saying the apple of my eye that is a Hebrew idiom and what it refers to is the pupil the little man the uh, part in your eye when you look at someone's eye you see the reflection of yourself in their eye because that is the pupil area that is a little man also known as the Ishan in Hebrew and that little man and that pupil that you're looking at is the apple of their eye and that is the God of your reflection you're seeing it in their eyes so you're using that now and what you're going to do while you're rubbing, using those two fingers, rubbing her belly button area, you are to think on this and think on the lamentations and the how. And you're to conjure it up so much that you see that the their heart cried unto the Lord. You are the Lord because that's the authority figure. That is the infinite intelligence. You're now the leader. O wall of daughter of Zion, this is the daughter of Zion that is the highest mountain in your thought pattern. Let tears run down like a river day and night. The tears running down is going to be the apple of her eye that you see and her belly button. Run, You're running your finger around her belly button and it's going to get so emotionally filled when you're focusing on this and you're seeing it in your mind the way that I am telling. And her lady part is going to run down like a river day and night. It's going to be as moistened as a river and Give thyself no rest. You won't be able to rest. Let not the apple of thine eyes cease. As long as you keep this connection, you keep rubbing, and you conjure up the emotion and the intense feeling, you will see how she will not be able to maintain or have a composure. Your touch. You're supposed to rub it around her belly button. But the thing is, your fingers aren't supposed to touch the belly button. You're supposed to build up the emotion and it's supposed to flow from within you in your mind. And you're focusing it on the scripture and it goes through you. And the vibe and the energy flow through her belly button, which is susceptible to everything. And that river runs and it leads to her female part. And it's going to be so moist. And you will make her have a spiritual orgasm that will make her go crazy. So listen to this and continue this practice. And brothers and sisters, please go on over to mindworthyinfo.com. Subscribe. And I thank you for listening. Now, let us go into the silence.